We all know there are times when you don't have many choices in who you work with, like when a pipe bursts and you need a plumber right now. But when it comes to your mental health, you should have choices so you don't get stuck with a therapist who can't remember what you tell them every week. To find a good therapist for you, try ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book hundreds of types of doctors, including thousands of mental health providers. We're talking about therapists, psychologists, and psychiatrists. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare hundreds of types of patient-reviewed in-network doctors, including mental health providers, and instantly book appointments with them online. The typical wait time to see a mental health provider booked on ZocDoc is just four days. That's it. You can even score same-day appointments, either online or in person. I use this, and you should too. Go to ZocDoc.com stronger and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated therapist, psychiatrist, or psychologist today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash stronger. ZocDoc dot com slash stronger. On today's Mentally Stronger Friday Fix, the conversations you have with yourself might matter more than you think. There's research that shows your self-talk affects everything from your happiness level and mental health to your self-worth and your body image. And a few simple changes to your inner dialogue might make a huge difference. Welcome to Mentally Stronger. I'm Amy Morin, a psychotherapist, mental strength trainer, and an international best-selling author of five books on mental strength. You're listening to the Friday Fix Edition. Every Friday, I share a quick mental strength strategy that can fix the thoughts, feelings, and actions that can hold you back in life. And the fun part is... We record the show from a sailboat in the Florida Keys. Make sure to subscribe to our show so you can get mental strength tips delivered to you every single week. Now, let's dive into today's episode. Do you call yourself names sometimes? Do you beat yourself up when you make a mistake? Do you say mean things to yourself? If you answered yes to any of those questions, this episode is for you. I'm going to share a strategy that can help you start being kinder to yourself right now. And self-kindness is essentially the same thing as self-compassion. In a minute, I'll share a quick and simple exercise that will help you develop more self-compassion. But before I do, I'm going to explain why self-compassion is so important. There are research studies that show self-compassion can give you a ton of benefits. Here are just a few of those benefits. One, self-compassion boosts happiness. Researchers have linked self-compassion to greater rates of happiness, optimism, wisdom, personal initiative, and curiosity. Two, self-compassion enhances self-worth. There's a huge difference between self-esteem and self-worth, but they often get mixed up. Self-esteem depends on external things and social comparisons meaning you'll only feel good about yourself when you're doing better than somebody else. Self-worth is about feeling good even when you fail, make a mistake, or when you feel completely inadequate. A great way to develop healthy self-worth is by practicing self-compassion. Three, self-compassion increases motivation to do better. For some reason, we think that being really critical of ourselves is helpful. You might be tempted to be really harsh on yourself when you fail to close a deal or during halftime of a game when you're losing. 
But studies consistently show that self-compassion will motivate you a lot more. In one study, the researchers examined the self-talk of college students who failed an exam. The students who called themselves names or told themselves that they were failures did worse when they retook the test. The students who reminded themselves that it was okay to fail one test, it wasn't evidence that they were stupid, they actually did much better when they retook the test. The students who used self-compassion ultimately studied harder and then performed better, showing that it helped them recover better from failure. Four, self-compassion improves body image. It's not surprising that being kinder to yourself helps you feel better about the way that you look. Researchers found that people who practice self-compassion experience less preoccupation about their appearance, fewer concerns about their weight, and greater appreciation toward their bodies. Five, self-compassion reduces psychological distress. Higher levels of self-compassion are linked to lower levels of mental health problems. Multiple studies have discovered that self-compassion decreases psychological distress, and it can reduce symptoms of mental health issues like anxiety and depression. Additionally, self-compassion reduces the harmful effects of stress. And number six, self-compassion makes you more resilient. A little bit of kindness toward yourself really goes a long way toward helping you get through tough times. Studies show that self-compassion is a key component in overcoming pretty much any type of challenge in life. In one particular study, researchers found that people who practice self-compassion experienced emotional recovery faster when they got separated or divorced. But that's just one example. There are tons of other studies that have also found that when people encounter tough circumstances, they recover better when they're kind to themselves. So clearly, self-compassion is a superpower that can help you in so many different areas of your life. But the question is, how do you develop it? And it's tough to change all of those conversations that you've been having with yourself probably for your entire life. You've learned how to talk to yourself. But I'm going to teach you a simple but effective trick that works every single time so that when you're being too hard on yourself, you can start speaking to yourself with a little bit more kindness. Do you want to get high-quality meat delivered straight to your house? Or in my case, a sailboat? Try ButcherBox. It saves me time and money. And if you order right now, Mentally Stronger listeners can get steak, chicken, or salmon free in every single order for an entire year. I love that ButcherBox offers grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, and wild-caught seafood. There are no antibiotics or added hormones. They even offer vegetarian options. ButcherBox lets you decide how often you want deliveries, and you can pick a curated plan, or you could completely customize your box. Sign up at butcherbox.com stronger and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free-for-a-year offer, plus an additional $20 off. Choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com stronger. And use code STRONGER to choose your free-for-a-year offer. Plus, get $20 off your first order. 
Right now, think about a friend or a family member who you trust the most and who you're also the most honest with. Might be a sibling, a cousin, or a longtime friend who you're kind to, but also somebody that you can safely share your thoughts with. Now that you have that person in mind, whenever you wonder if you're being too hard on yourself, take a step back and say, what would I say to my friend right now? Use that as well when you know you're being too hard on yourself. There's a good chance that you'd be much kinder to that person than you would be to yourself. If your friend came to you and said, I shouldn't even bother to go to this job interview tomorrow. It's not like they're going to hire me. You probably have some nice words to respond to them with. You might say, well, you're well qualified. They wouldn't have invited you to the interview if they didn't think you could do the job. Walk in there with confidence and do your best. On the other hand, if you're doubting your ability to land a job, you might keep dwelling on all the reasons why you aren't going to get hired. And you might magnify your shortcomings. So just think, what would you say to your friend who had that problem? Or let's say your friend made a mistake. What would you say to your friend then? Let's say your friend calls you after that job interview and they say, I'm such an idiot. I drew a total blank. Whenever they asked me a question, I was just rambling about random things. I made a total fool out of myself. You probably wouldn't reply by saying, oh yeah, you are an idiot, right? Instead, you'd offer some kind, compassionate words like, interview questions are tough, especially when we're anxious, or we've all bombed an interview or two. You never know, it may have gone better than you think. Whatever it is that you'd say to your friend, I guarantee it's going to be kinder than what you'd say to yourself. But of course, you have to learn to pay attention and recognize those times when you are being unkind to yourself because there's a good chance that you've been so harsh with yourself for so long that you might not even notice it. You might have just gotten into the habit of calling yourself names. Whenever you walk into a room, you might automatically think, oh, I hope I don't embarrass myself. Or maybe when you make a mistake, you just say to yourself, way to go again, stupid. All of those thought patterns can become pretty ingrained in you. So pay attention to the way that you think because your criticism might just be second nature at this point and you might not even notice that you're doing it. So anytime you catch yourself being overly critical of your performance or you start putting yourself down, pause and say, what would I say to my friend right now? Then give yourself those same kind words. Pay attention to when you're really judgmental about your emotions too. You might tell yourself that you're a loser for feeling bad because your friend canceled plans. Then beating yourself up for being a loser will just make you feel worse. Or you might try to convince yourself that you shouldn't feel so anxious about something. But remember that your feelings aren't wrong. It's okay to feel whatever it is that you feel. You have choices in how you respond to those feelings, but putting yourself down for feeling a certain way won't do you any good. Here's an extra little trick. When you feel emotional about a decision, ask yourself then, well, what would I say to my friend right now? That will help you make a better decision too. So when you're thinking about giving advice to somebody else, you're not basing your decision on just emotion. 
So if you feel scared to do something, you might only notice all the things that could go wrong, or you might try to talk yourself out of doing it. But if you step back and you say, well, what would I say to my friend right now if they said they were nervous? You might encourage them to go for it anyway. So give that a try when you're struggling with an emotional decision or when you're struggling to find kind words for yourself, because that's the key to developing more self-compassion in your life. Just talk to yourself the same way that you talk to a trusted friend. With practice, you can train your brain to become more self-compassionate naturally. Over time, your thoughts will automatically become kinder and more forgiving. It takes time, though, to get there, and it takes effort, but it's absolutely worth it. Give it a try this week. Whenever you start beating yourself up or putting yourself down, just pause and say, what would I say to my friend right now? And then give yourself that same advice. If you know somebody who could benefit from hearing this message, share it with them. Simply sharing a link to this show could help them feel better and grow stronger. Thank you for hanging out with me today and for listening to Mentally Stronger. And as always, a big thank you to my show's producer, who can be a little hard on himself sometimes, Nick Valentine. <laughs>